IG just like my post. It's going to be a long time before I get to the goat, so. The goat zone. Instagram. Underscore IG. Going to be a while till I get to the goats. But uh, thank you for listening to the Shock Bucky Radio. Uh, we got a lot. Goat zone. Yeah. Goat zone. <laughs> IG. Underscore IG. Goat zone. Goats zone. Not goats own. Yeah. Goats zone. Like goats. IG, underscore IG. Goats really kick ass. Goats own. <laughs> Be a long time before we get to back, come back to the goats. It's probably towards the end of the hour. Uh, hello, I'm the Madman, and thank you for listening to Shock Monkey Radio. I'm here with... E.K. the DJ. And the Hill Hippie is lost in the woods somewhere. Uh, he t- texted me. He says, like, I, I don't know where I am. I'm lost. So I don't think he's going to make it tonight. tonight. So we're going to have to make do without him. Uh, here's, our, here's our notes here. Intro. Greetings. Greetings upon you. And we usually start with our weekends. How was your weekend, E.K.? It was a weekend. Uh, I, I hung out with my son, went swimming, and, uh, yeah, played lots of video games with him and, and played with cars and toys. It was, very, it was a very time with my kids weekend. Did you go swimming at a pool? or My parents have a pool. Oh, okay. So, my parents' house. Nice. My cousin got engaged. That was exciting. Oh, nice. She Congratulations. Just, she just moved down here from Jersey. She's teaching in the, in the area, and, um, her, uh. Boyfriend, I guess, who moved down here with her. We, I think, we all saw it coming. Yeah, so like, if you move move away with somebody, yeah, yeah, have you, you the next step? <laughs> That's obvi- the obvi- next obvious step. So what's what I think is really uh funny, like I didn't, I didn't, but I really wanted to. Is like she posted all these pictures and and this comments, like I guess he liked it, so he put a ring on it. So I, I kind of wanted to be like, well, what did you say? Like. <laughs> <laughs> Cause, cause most like I, I just have this memory deeply ingrained in my mind where like women, like will be talking about the proposal and it's always slipped in there. And of course, I said yes. Like, right. Like that's always part of the conversation. Like she has to, like she's gonna be bragging about the story. If you're wearing the ring and you're talking right, about it, but they always slip it in. And of course, I said yes. Like, why did you? S- I can see the ring. I see you're wearing. It. I know like, you. I know you said yes. Uh, yes, of course you said yes. <laughs> yeah, I can tell it was unnecessary, but. But I thought it was strange that she did not say, of course I said yes. So I was like, well, what did you say? But I decided not to uh, make fun of her happy You bullied me into it. Yeah. So yeah. that was my weekend. Yeah. That was like, all the excitement. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, when I was in A school after boot camp, uh, this guy's girlfriend moved up to you know Gurney, Illinois, from where he was from. I can't remember where he was from, but she moved there. And I was like, dude, you know she's going to want you to marry her. And he's like, what? No, man. It's like, if she no. moves here to your A school, and I mean, your A school is just like a couple months, and then you're going somewhere else. You're going to a coast, you know? So what's going to happen after that? It's like, you better put a ring on it, give her some benefits or something. I mean, it's not much, but, it, you know, it's, it's something. something, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's like how can everyone else see that clear as day except for the people in those situations? No I idea. I don't know. Uh, there, there have been times when, like, uh, you know, you know, our friend Nick is like, "That girl was flirting with you," and it's like, "I, no, no, she wasn't." It's like, yeah, she's totally into you, and you ruined it. And I was like, and like this happens so often. I think you've said that to me. It's like that girl was into you, and it's like, and you fucked it up. And I was like, yeah. Because I have no idea if a girl's it's, flirting it's, with me. Yeah, it's the oblivious to the flirting. When thing. it's happening to me, I have no idea. But I, when I see girls hitting up flirting with you, I'm like, oh, yeah, she's flirting with them. Yeah. Okay, but just can't tell it on yourself at, yeah. at all. So I guess when you're in this situation, it's, you have a whole different perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's accurate. Congra- congratulations to your cousin, man. Yeah, it's going to be exciting, I think. Uh, hopefully hopefully she'll get married here, so it's not going to be another destination wedding. Right. Uh, when, like I went to Vermont last month because her older sister got married. Oh, uh, okay. Which was fun. Don't get me wrong. It was a blast. But, dude, I'm but tired still, of traveling got, yeah. so far to go to weddings. Their oldest brother got married in Dublin, uh, uh, Ireland. You had to go out there? They went to Ireland, which which yeah. was awesome and fun. And but then, still. And, then, and then, <laughs> then older sister gets married in Vermont. Like, That's okay, a lot. So of, yeah. we're getting closer to home. We're, get, we're getting closer. Okay. So if you get married, like, in the tri-state area, 
I'll be pretty happy. <laughs> I, I want to get married in Seoul okay. and make all my yeah, just the opposite side of the planet. <laughs> just get all your destination wedding, everybody. That's how you don't get gifts. I came. That's your gift. Yeah, exactly. I came, I came across oh, the, the country, across the world to come to your wedding. Yeah. That's your that's your gift. Don't expect don't, yeah. don't expect the toaster to unwrap. We it ain't even, happening. Yeah. We didn't even look at where you're registered. Nope. And, and you're if you have a destination wedding like in Dublin or something like that, and you get a bunch of gifts, you got to pay to have that stuff shipped home. You know, so that's why I think like a destination wedding is always a bad idea. Have your wedding as close to your home as possible so you can get more swag. Agreed. I mean, what else is the point of getting married for the swag? Yeah, yeah. I mean, free toasters and uh, appliances. Appliances, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cash sometimes. It's great. It's great. I'd like to do that one day. Get free toasters? Yeah, get free toasters. Just haven't found the right girl yet. One day you'll find somebody to toast with. <laughs> okay, what was I doing this weekend? Well, um, because, uh, you know, Ghost Wolf Games hasn't been putting out many uh, See at These videos, I've kind of wandered over to different areas of the internet. Yeah, you hated on him. He probably committed suicide, you jerk. I doubt it. <laughs> he seems like a smart individual. You're going to commit your suicide over my comments? Hey, you're not aware when girls are hitting on you. You're probably not aware when you're having... You know, piss it off, yeah, yeah piss it off people. <laughs> you got a point there. Uh, but I've been watching, like, uh, Fury Road and Best of the Internet. I don't know if you've ever seen those on YouTube. Not familiar. Okay. But this is, like, uh, I've been watching people, like, freaking out in public over, like, egg McMuffins and shit. You know? Oh, I've seen it, some yeah. videos like that. Like, the exactly. lady who, like, kicked her way through, like, the Burger King drive through over the chicken nuggets. Yeah, like, I'll yeah. come in there, whoop your ass. <laughs> She's, oh, like, yeah. trying to climb through the window. Yeah, and uh, there's all sorts of different ones, like road rage, uh, neighbors fighting over the prop property lines, and uh, asshole cops and citizens who, quote-unquote, own them on camera. Yeah. I, th I think I showed you one where it was just these two, this road rage incident with this dude yelling to some some girl's face because she cut her off. So I don't know what, you know, it, just watching this stuff makes me feel like I am one calm, level-headed son of a bitch, you know? Yeah, like I would never I've, act like this kind of maniac. Yeah. I'm never going to get out of my vehicle because somebody cut me off. I'm going to get out of my vehicle at the next stoplight to run up to me. If you do that again, you yeah. dumbass. He's calling her the most ridiculous names, too. Yeah, you think you're, you think you're, you're so entitled? You're a brown entitled. ass. You think you're so entitled? Why? Because you're a brown ass? And how quickly how quickly it turns racist. And then, and then for her to be like, you called me Hindi. No. 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 He, he was racist. But that's but, what happens to two idiots yelling yeah, at each other. He was racist, but he didn't call you a specific he, yeah. race. He was just like generally racist. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't know you were Hindi. You're just brown. You know? So, yeah. It's still racist. It's still but, racist. But I mean, it wasn't that specific. It's like, I don't know who you are, honey. I don't know what that's skin tone represents all you mutts is like merging and becoming one united people what's wrong with you <laughs> and that's what those uh, videos are like all about and uh i just i don't know what happens when people get in their car and they turn into just these anger fountains you know because i mean you get pissed off because somebody cut you off on the road and then you stop and get out of your car and why are you pissed off because they cut you off because they slowed you down and so you stop, it, yeah. slow yourself down to confront them. And it's like, if the priority is speed, why are you even doing this? It's just to entertain your ego? Just to, I'm, I'm so important that nobody should cut in front of me? Well, I've, I've news for you, pal. Every time you change a lane or get into a lane, you're cutting somebody off. And so when somebody's yelling at me, it's like, hey, man, you cut me off. And it's like, I didn't know it was you. And they're like, what? Said, I didn't know it was you. Because it doesn't matter who it was. You should know you don't do that to people. You're not right. people. It's really that simple. Yeah, you're not people. You're a person. I didn't know it was going to be you. Sorry. Right. It wasn't personal. <laughs> when I got on the on-ramp, man, I had no idea you were up here. If I had known, I wouldn't have done it. I did, But I didn't know it was you. And I, I think that's the best thing to say to people. Is like, I, If I had known it was, it was you, I, I wouldn't have done it. Because Especially if they're complete strangers. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I didn't know it was you. But, I mean, you see some crazy stuff on there. Uh, and there's people, like, so many people will be talking talking trash about, uh, it's like, why are you filming me? You can't film me without my permission. You have no right to film me. You can't film me without my permission. As if, you know, they're all... The, uh, thing, the thing is, this is the, 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 that people don't realize. 
You can't film me without my permission. You're in public wrong. Yeah. <laughs> when you say that, you're wrong. Unless you're I, I want to go ahead and clarify that one more time for anybody else that didn't clarify. If you think that people can't film you because you don't want them to, you're wrong. You're wrong. The only time you have a, a legal case is if they're filming you through your window. Or if they're do, <laughs> or if they're doing something that is actually illegal. Yeah. So for example, Filming up your skirt, right? Not allowed. Yeah. Filming you shopping at Target. Well, if Target doesn't oppose, yeah, then I'm sorry, you're in a public place. Exactly. Filming you, you, your kids playing at a public park. Yeah, it's creepy. You could probably <laughs> chase somebody off, but <laughs> they're not doing anything illegal by filming activity that is happening in a, happening in a public place. Yeah. It's all, I mean, also, people need to calm the f down, man. Yeah. I, I would. I have intent to go at two local parks to catch some stock footage that we can use in some of the videos that we're working on. Yeah. But, but I started thinking about it. I don't want anyone thinking that I'm like catching video of their kids or being some creep. <laughs> so I've got to make sure that I'm when I'm filming these these shots of local parks that nobody's in them. <laughs> so I don't have to get release forms signed. So I don't get sued because somebody thinks I'm being a perv. But I mean, why do we have to think like that? I don't because people are entitled. Um, you know, all these. I mean, every single person. I mean, if you th all these videos that are on the internet, do you think that every single person that's in those videos signed a release form before it got uploaded? If you do, you're insane. No, the thing is, there's there's a million videos on the internet. You, you end up with a problem when you're trying to be a business, because then if you do something and somebody sees it and is a ho ho ho. Target posted this video. Hey, that's, I'll yeah, sue you. That's different. That's Target, right? But like, just Joe Schmo, Madman Lowercase, posting on his personal YouTube channel. If you get get some video, there's no money. There's no. You're not getting paid for anything. It's not like you're making money using someone else's face in your video. No. That's why when you watch old episodes of Cops, some people's pictures are blurred out because they objected or right yeah. because they didn't want to be on film or associated with the well, yeah, that's different with like syndication and stuff like that that's why cops well and there's stuff. money involved like the, yeah you can't use someone's exactly yeah. likeness and make a profit right all right uh, uh another thing that like people who get confronted will do is like do you know who my family is you know uh, you know who my dad uh, is that's the worst kind yeah. of entitlement uh so listen your dad's not going to stop me from punching you in the mouth right now <laughs> To go ahead, go tell your mob boss yeah, father. Right. You, that know? you got punched in the mouth like a little bitch instead of standing up for yourself. Yeah, go tell your mob boss father. Do and you maybe... know who my father is? Well, if he's any kind of respectable individual, he'll whoop your ass for trying to use his right. name in your defense. Right. Unless it's like he's put a piece his of operation shit at risk right. over, a, over a road rage incident, right. you're out of your mind. Do you know my father? Uh, probably not, because he's most likely a piece of shit like you if you ta he taught you how to argue like that. Yeah, why? Does he always right. does he tell, fight your battles? Like, when someone confronts your father, does he say, do you know my father? Is that what you remember hearing growing up? Like, <laughs> you know who my father is? Usually see, I hate to say it, usually see women say that more I, often. You know what? Honestly, in my, in my I've experience, heard dudes, I've obviously. heard way more dudes say it. Well, you went to college. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you went to college. You were at a fraternity. So. You know who my dad is? No, I don't. I don't I care who I don't your care. dad is. Yeah. It doesn't have anything to do with how you parked or right. you raising your voice at a McDonald's employee. Or you not being able to get into a bar because there's a line. Yeah. <laughs> you know who my father is? <laughs> Take your ass home. Entitled don't, little bitches. Don't care. All of you. All yeah. of you entitled people. I mean, I'm sorry I cut you off. So My bad. The funniest thing to me about entitlement is you can twist it and manipulate it in so many different ways. Hey, the whole... And this is... Once again, I have want to clarify. This is just a, a hypothetical conjecture for entertainment only hypothetical we get argument. It. This is not real. We get it. I never consented to having transgenderism thrown down my throat. <laughs> I never consented to have my religious views shit on publicly. So so and and once again, this is not me personally speaking. I'm pretending to be a baker in Colorado. 
You're a baker in Colorado. That refused to bake a cake. Oh, right. For, the for a gay marriage. Gay couple, yeah. So because of his religious... And he has also refused to do uh, Nazi stuff. He's refused to do uh, all, all kinds of things because people have tried to test him and fuck with him. They come to him and say, will you make me a Nazi? So yeah, like the guy's gotten obscene like requests because he refused to do one. Well, what will you do? Like, and that's what's happening to him. So meanwhile, did that guy consent to that kind of behavior? To, to be abused? And, and, and meanwhile, because he has a difference of opinion, because he yeah. doesn't approve of your lifestyle, I'm sure he wasn't the only baker in Colorado that you could have gone to. And when he decided to not do business with you, you could have simply told all of your friends, yeah, we, don't, we didn't go with that baker because he doesn't support our community. Yeah. And it didn't have to be a suit. It didn't have to be... The government needs to be brought into. Why? Why do you want to bring the government into our lives? Why? There's too much government already. Liberals. Liberals love government in their lives. It's too much already. There's. There's two things. Uh, what do you think the government's job is? Uh, certainly not to, to tell cater me which, to all the people. Yeah. Certainly yeah. not to tell me which hand I have to use to hold my dick when I'm taking a piss. That's for certain. It's left, right? Of course. That's what it would have to be. I mean, <laughs> I write with my right hand. How am I going to write the shit on the walls while I'm pissing, hold, holding my dick in my left hand? I don't. Right? Yeah. I'm okay. always writing on right. the walls. That's what I'm saying. So it's, it's logical. Um, <clears throat> but if you're left-handed, you're screwed. Mm-hmm. You don't get to write on walls in bathrooms because and, you're left-handed? And you got to wash your hands twice as I'm much. I'm just saying that's how ridiculous it is to put these kind of laws in effect. So there's a long way to go about it, but I'm just going to say this, and I know I've said this before because I'm ranty. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't care what bathroom you use. I don't because I go in there to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Not to look at somebody who's next to me, not to have a conversation. I go in to pee or poop, and that's it, and then I want to go, and I don't care if you're wearing a skirt or if you're a dude yeah. or you're I don't care. I just want to go to the bathroom. I, I think there should be no eye contact allowed. Yes, yes. Good good bathroom rule. No, no eye contact <laughs> and no speech unless no. it is manner speech. Like, excuse me, thank you, that's it. Like, Absolutely. Like if if I'm on the toilet, way, you do not speak no, to me. Zero speaking. Zero. Oh, one. So you know, you know what? One modification. Okay. If you're out of toilet paper, you can ask for toilet paper if your stall's out of toilet paper. I'm sorry for speaking, but you have to have course. any extra toilet paper in the next stall. There's really no need to speak in the bathroom. That's Zen time for me, man. Or you could just have a running commentary, like, "Oh, and that was a good one by <laughs> stall number three. He's coming into the final push. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a. That's a weird way to get in trouble in a public bathroom. Yeah, dude. <laughs> just the run, just sitting in the stall, running a commentary on people's movements. Oh, the worst is people that have phone conversations. Oh, talking on the phone in the bathroom—that oh, sucks. Dude, it's man. So uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable to be like three stalls down and like just hearing half of a conversation because like the first couple sentences, it's like, "Hey, yeah, what's up?" I'm like, is that guy? Is that guy talking to me? Yeah. <laughs> hey. What? What are you doing? Like, I'm taking a shit like you, buddy. <laughs> I'll call you back. This guy in three stalls down <laughs> thinks I'm talking to him. <laughs> but seriously, that, that happens. That happens yeah, where does. somebody will be three stalls down and go, hey. It's like, what? What? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not on... talking to you. I'm on the phone. I, was like, I can't see that. I'm pooping. <laughs> Get off the phone. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, uh, yeah. So a lot of these these cops getting own videos, they don't have much context. I mean, in regards to like what happens before and what happens after, what, you know. Oh, yeah. Because there's a that. period of time where somebody, you know, it comes up, hey, I'm officer so and so, you're being recorded, and I just want to ask you a few couple questions. And then they'll, that's when they pull out their phone. You don't know right. what the cops saw. Right. And you don't see the body yeah. cam until later on when it's released. Yeah. So the media snatches on to whatever is cell available phone footage and yeah. is available. Because body it's, cam footage is usually held on to. Right. Yeah. Instead of doing their due diligence, and there's no such thing as innocent until proven guilty. It's now you're guilty until proven innocent. Yeah, but uh, there's a uh, excuse me. There's some. Um, it's there's it, some scary. I don't cops care out there, how though. many times you say excuse me. It doesn't sound like a sneeze. Okay. It sounds like a can opening. It doesn't. It, it doesn't sound like a sneeze. It's it's close but not quite. <laughs> uh, there's true truly evil cops out there though, and there uh, are. And I, just like there's evil civilians, and that's why I like these. Uh, that's why I like these videos because you know 
You get to see it. You get to see the guy who passes everybody, like, past two cops, and the two cops chase him down, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, there's, on. yeah, that is one of the benefits. So and, that kind of karma, instant karma kind of thing. And if you look for him, you can find the uh, the cop that pulled a kid over that's on his way to his interview and makes him get out of the car mm-hmm. so he can help him retie his tie. Yeah, helped him with his tie. Um or the or or the same thing with the guy that's riding on a flat tire and a cop pulls him over. A guy's got no idea. He's an old man, Had got no, no idea. ideas riding on a flat tire. A cop helps change the tire. Uh, I don't think I, I don't think that's a video though. I think it was a story I read. Not as fun. But still, to watch. But still, just like that. There, there's, there are there's good, a good and bad. There are good, good and bad. people out there. Let's, there's good and bad. Let's hold them accountable for both. Being well, I, good and bad. Speaking of good people, I mean, I, there was this one road rage one I saw, and this guy. Is, Two guys in big trucks, you know. It's already starting. Yeah. Off the, two guys in big trucks. It, this is going to be great. <laughs> and if you live in America or North America, if you live in North America and seen two guys with big trucks on the highway, they end up trying to like a dick measuring contest. You know, get in front of each other, yelling, screaming, fing- middle fingers all over the place and stuff like that. But there was this one where uh, this guy... Like, is pulling off the highway, and this guy had been following for a while, chasing him for a while. He pulls up next to him, and he's got a pistol on the center console. All right, this old fat white guy. He's got a pistol on the center console of his truck that he can clearly see with his passenger window down. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the guy that was taking the video had a pistol as well, probably drawn, pointed at him. Mm. All right? Because of the conversation, the way the conversation went. He goes... And it was like, it was like, man, you cut me off. And it's like, but you, and the guy with the camera, he's filming. He's like, but you don't follow people screaming, yelling, like coming up, rolling up with your pistol out there. You don't that we're too old for that shit, man. We're too old for that shit. And he goes, yeah, yeah, you're right. I'll put it down. I'm sorry, man. I always keep it there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And it goes, you know, you know, you could have got shot, man. You be careful. We're too old for this bullshit, man. You were too old for this. He's like, all right, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're too old for this, man. Go on. Be easy. You know, be easy, man. And I just staged. I, it, could half, have been, it could have been half staged. a video. I saw a similar video where a guy, a guy in a, like a, a like a little tiny car, pulls up on a guy obviously sitting higher up in a truck. Yeah, yeah. And he whips around and he's like, "Hey, you asshole, you motherfucker! You cut me off. Why don't you get out and do something about?" It? Or the guy in the truck says, "You want to get out and do something about it?" And the guy says, "Oh, you fucking ain't right. I'll get out and do something about it." And the guy pulls a gun and says, "How about now?" And he goes, oh shit! And he, and he slams yeah, on the brake. And I'm, then I'm gone. Back, yeah. 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 That's the thing. Like, like, I. The internet's a great thing. It's a great thing because you can be exposed to so much reality. Oh yeah. And so much humanity and. Uh, I, <laughs> to uncomfortable levels. I saw a great. Uh, I think it might have been. This is gonna be weird, weird, but a world star video. Yeah. Where uh, a a thug like like tattooed on the face and like like obviously in, into some criminal activity, he's getting interviewed by a, by a reporter, and he and he, the question is why are um why are why is gun violence the way that it is? And he's like, because people are afraid to catch an ass whooping. Yeah. It used to be yeah. it used to be that you know you had beef, you fought, and it was squashed, and that was it. You might walk away broken, you might walk away with some bruises, but but you breathe. That's the moral of the story but, of that movie Friday. But now, like people are so afraid to get their ass whooped, they got to carry guns carry around. Peace. Yeah. Fight, fight like a man. Fight like a man. Take your ass whooping. Own it. Earn it. Be humbled. Well, uh, the videos that include fights, you always see like the losers. It's like, okay, just all right. Yeah. I, 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 I well, lost. Yep. I lost it's fight. resolved. It's funny how that happens, but you know, you, these two people could be arguing, spitting the same four words back at each other. Let's go, bitch. Let's go, bitch. Like over and over again. They fight, and then boom, everybody can speak normally again. Right. You know? Oh, it's crazy. Lots of shit let's, on Let's internet. go, bitch. Let's go, bitch. Then pop right in the yep. mouth. You're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go on back to my car. You know? <laughs> I'm going to think about what you, you gave me a lot to think about. I'm going to go, uh, yeah, go process the, that. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Thank you for the closure. Appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> wow. Oh, boy. So uh, let's uh, shift gears. I want to talk about we got uh, new shows coming and a pretty chock full schedule now. I'm going to look at this picture of our schedule here. Yeah, we got, we got some stuff going on. Yeah. Um, so we got a new show coming. Uh, seven to eight on Mondays, right? Yeah, the, yeah. The okay, book. so Lost Lost in the Long Walks is going to be a comic-centric show. Um, 
still, I'm going to be on it. Still formulating all the, the all the details, details. but so we got a couple weeks until it's going. We're just planning on starting September 10th. Yeah, this is going to be starting Monday nights from seven to eight. Um, you can check check out Lost in the Long, Bo- Long Box, and it's a new comic centric show coming to FXBG Public Radio. Woo! And right now you're listening to Shock Monkey Radio, and that's from six to seven. And uh, below the deck starts at like like. 7.30? 7.30 to 8.30. But, but you have but, a cushion of... Yeah, before and after Below the Deck, Nick, uh, who is the owner of Dope Dreams... Provides um, video, provides music ready for my videos. Music, music yeah. mixes from local artists and stuff like that for uh, in between in he, between the, t- the two yeah, shows. He's awesome. Um, and then coming back in September is the Plank from 9 to 10. Right now, Center of Infinity is in that slot, but that'll be moving to Thursday. And when, um, when does Center of Infinity move? In September, the first. Okay. The first. first okay. So the plank, nice. But Center of Infinity the for plank, now. Yeah, the plank will be returning from nine to ten, um, and then obviously Otherland Dreams, which just started last week, uh, a show of uh, spirituality and yeah, yeah. shamanism. Shamanism. Uh, and then Wednesdays we have Raw Wisdom, which is our live YouTube show, but it also has a correlating podcast. Now the video is a little, uh, the audio is a little bit different from that show because there's a lot more movement in the room. Uh, so the mics aren't nearly as effective. So if you want the crystal clear audio, sometimes you got to go over go to YouTube. YouTube yeah. um, especially when there's lots of guests on that show. Yeah. However, um, uh, you know it is it is available for those those of you that can't really watch videos while you're at work, and you can only listen to podcasts. You can listen to the podcast version. That's yeah. can we talk uh, with raw wisdom? Raw wisdom. Then um, that's six six thirty seven thirty six thirty seven thirty. Yeah, on uh, Wednesday evenings. And then we do the pirate gamers. Pirate thing. gamers eight to ten. And what are we doing this week? Uh, we're starting Vampire the Masquerade, oh, uh, which is a vampire-centric RPG game. Uh, I t- thought we said we we're going to start like do, like doing like character creation for that. And yeah, then, like yeah. the second half we're going to be doing Resistance or something. I thought, yeah, or were we doing first half Resistance? And I thought we weren't calling it Resistance anymore. I thought we were calling it Break Wayne. <laughs> I don't think Wayne likes that. Well, we can call it, call it Break Robert. Well. Because sooner or later, everyone <laughs> gets everyone's broken. Everyone's broken every time. That game breaks everyone. We're going to play some kind of mix-em-up tabletop game, yeah, okay. whether, it, whether it be a card game or a board As game. As we finalize all the stuff we need for the Vampire Masquerade. Right. Um, and then... Uh, and that's Pirate Gamers from 8, eight to 10. 8 to 10-ish, yeah. Because sometimes we go a little long on that one. And Thursday from 6 to 8 is the Scarlet Line? Yeah. Show is that the a, feminist a show? Sh- a show about feminism, but that is not a... Uh, that's not a good description of it because it's so much more than that. It's more like, um, what like, to, wi- to, women's to feel uh to to steal a quote from, to to steal a quote from. Uh, Janelle, who is one of the hosts of that show, she says, uh, "All feminists hate men and other lies the patriarchy taught you." Um, so if that's not a confusing statement to you, then you're going to love this show. And if it is a confusing statement to you, then listen to the show. So you understand, um, it's really, really great, really great view on feminism. Scarlet line. Yeah. Scarlet line. Six to eight on Thursdays. Excellent stuff. And then, and then what we got, the beat will be coming, uh, in September. And now the beat will be a, a, uh, is it a female answer to the plank? Yeah. Yeah. Very to, yeah. to, to, to put it in its simplest, it's just like a, the female counterpart. Because the plank is like sex, uh, relationships and sex talk and like from from a from a male ma- perspective, male and perspective. the B is like yeah. from the female from perspective. More, yeah, from a more female perspective. And the new time sl- slot after that is the cent- new center, center of Flint Infinity. Right. Begins in September. Right. And Friday is all Greek geek. Great, great geek, geek refuge. Yeah. Now it's hard to pin ta- pin down specific times with Great Geek Refuge because uh, sometimes Mike does Mike on the mic does Mike long the mic. shows and sometimes he's short shows. Sometimes he does multiple shows. So if you want to find out what he's doing and when, check out Great Geek Refuge on his website. Dot com, uh, right? Yep. Great Greek Great Geek Refuge, um, and, and uh, on Facebook as well, um, and you can catch up when he is live. That's our current schedule, and we just want to let you know because I mean, there's a lot of shows we're doing. I mean, I mean, Shock Monkey Radio is the, the longest running show that we've had. How yeah. long have we been doing this? Like five, seven years, something like I that. I think it's closer to seven because originally it was Sky High Radio, and we changed yeah. the name. And we yeah, um, we changed it Pirate Radio, FXPG Pirate Radio. Right, come because a long way, man. It was started as just a podcast, and it was just a one microphone in the middle of the room with a. Let's see, it was anyway. me, you, Blackmore. So EJ, sure get him EJ, back. EJ there was for a while. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a handful of people. A long time ago. Yeah. We've had we've had yeah. quite a few people come in and out. 
Yeah, and so you can go back and like search, go through all of our back catalog, going years. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's there's tons there's tons of uh uh our crap in the cloud. You can go find it. So much. Oh boy! So we're really excited for all these shows going on here at FXVG Public Radio. We're glad people are getting heard. I'm glad we're getting a more diversity in terms of our shows because I mean, you know, I'm I'm a a certain type of person, you know. Sure. And I don't see everything from all the angles, but well, that's what I love about the variety of the of shows, shows exactly. We offer. Um, you know, the Scarlet Line couldn't be more different from the plank. Right. And I'm sure if either show listened to the other... There could be fights. There could be fights. Um, <laughs> but I, but that's good. It's good to have diverse uh, viewpoints. Yeah. Um, and, and maybe it can... Maybe having the diversity, you know, because of the rules within our station, uh, maybe having the diversity that we have, we can bring some people together and open some minds up and find some middle ground. Maybe we're not so different after all. Exactly. You know, listen to a podcast you may not normally listen to. It might get a different perspective. Right. And that's that's the whole point of FXPG Public Radio. We're both wearing our matching T-shirts. We're so cool. Yeah. Promotions. <laughs> exactly. So I got a little section here set aside for EKJK's and or Hill Hippie's Garden. Hill Hippie's not here. Do you have something, though? Do you I want do. To- I do. So something I noticed, and only very recently, um, there's tobacco stores... All over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not talking about like specific vape shops, like tobacco stores that sell cigarettes and hookah and like not just vape. Right, right. Like, they've thrived. And I feel like it's very, very much related to the vape market. Oh, yeah. Um, I recently uh, stopped through looking for vape oil. Um, I recently stopped through Nomad. At the bottom of the hill at South Point, no nomad, nomad vapor, uh, down South South Point Shopping Center, um, and they've it's a small little vape shop, but the guys are really cool that work there and and, and down to earth, and they're not trying to sell you something you don't need. Um, you know, they're they're gonna tailor the the device they're gonna sell on you. They're gonna tailor it to what your kind. Where's this? Is this near Applebee's? Across the street from Applebee's. Across on the other side. Oh, of the road. okay. Right. Now, Tobacco Hut is in the same shopping center as Applebee's. Uh. So Tobacco Hut wasn't a vape store. Tobacco Hut was a tobacco store. Oh, okay. But now Tobacco Hut sells all kinds of vape and vape stuff. So I went into the Tobacco Hut because they, the Nomad didn't have what I was looking for. And they recommended that I go check out really? Tobacco nice. Hut. And I was like, well, that's cool. Local business yeah. is telling you to go out and check out other local businesses close by. That's awesome. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, it's, it's like the nicest tobacco store i've ever been hardwood floors leather couches like, like uh yeah it's, I, like, I, it's I, like a lounge i i know the the guy who runs it the guy that runs the place yeah i'll oh. tell you about it off air oh okay I, so <laughs> so yeah good guy but uh it was you know i was just impressed with the presentation of the place oh it's excellent it's, it's huge it's the nicest one i've ever for seen a to, for a tobacco store yeah. it is the nicest tobacco store i've ever seen and i noticed the name tobacco mm. hut I remember the one tobacco hut I've ever seen years ago. Right, before vaping. Before vaping. And it was a small, like, narrow corridor yeah. where all the cigarettes were on the left shelf, and they had the cigars in the little tiny glass humidor room. Yeah. And that was it. That was that was the whole thing. You want to buy some dirty, cu- dried-out leaves? Yeah, in a, small, <laughs> in a small corner, they had a couple of hookah pipes, like, because right. hookah hadn't even really caught on yet. And a wall full of bongs. Right. And a wall, well, only in some of them and only tobacco in the back bong. room. Yeah. Right. Tobacco bongs. Tobacco pipes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but now, like, these stores are insanely larger. Yeah. And really nice inside. Like, you want people to hang out now. Yeah. Um, I guess, like, I guess at the beginning at the turn of the, the millennium, uh, that was when pre vaping and tobacco stores were kind of like old comic book stores back in the late 80s, you know? You know? Or mid to late eighties, where they used to have like the slot machines in the back. And- well, well, they're just they're dingy. They stunk of the acetone in the air, oh, yeah. and you know they're dark. That stale cigarette smell. Yeah, you know, and <laughs> like the smoking dark room. and moist, like yeah. the smoking room in a bowling alley. Yeah, ugh. <laughs> That's thanks. Thanks for the sense sense memory. Uh, I know, I'm but sorry. Uh, <laughs> but now I mean, it's like then comic book stores in the nineties have started becoming more well lit, more well maintained, more organized, and stuff. And so, 
that kind of changed it made made it more inviting people coming coming in because back in the mid 80s you know it was all dingy and dark and and weird like oh that's weird you collect comic books that's so dumb you know and it was supposed to be off-putting because the nerds who collected comic books didn't want those kind of people coming in there and judging right. them all right or it people was, that didn't appreciate it like but, oh what do you want to read <laughs> superman typical Typical, exactly. You're here for the next. It's the high fidelity of comic book shops. Exactly. Exactly. Why don't you? You want to read anything other, other than the big names? But I mean, and and their business suffered because of it. You know, it's the same thing with tobacco. You know, people stopped smoking it, and then they invented these new things. Yeah. Called vaping. By vaping, yep. And people are like, "Ooh, it's new. There's no way it could be as harmful as cigarettes." Well, it's not as harmful as cigarettes in, in at all because it is a completely different kind of harmful. So, <laughs> the kind of uh, that's like that's, unpredictably harmful. You know what cigarettes are going to do to you. That's like saying like you're not sure what the vaping's going to do. That's to like you. saying don't eat this a-, a whole apple because you could accidentally choke on the seeds. Here, have this avocado instead. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's a much larger seed to choke on. Yes, especially if you don't know it's not edible. But hopefully you'd know enough that don't eat that part. This avocado egg isn't cracking. Yeah, what's up with the avocado looking like an egg? That's weird, man. And the seed looking like a perfect marble. Creepy. Bizarre. How bizarre. How bizarre. How bizarre. Wow. <laughs> well, I, way 90s there for a second. Yeah, I mean, I went to so many bars in Charlottesville and... I went to Spirits downtown in my head there. Abza! Abza! Drinking Miller Lights in my flannels. Oh, man. <laughs> 90s. <laughs> okay, uh, 37 minutes in. Do you want to go to the news worth knowing? Sure, let's check it out. All right. Here's something I know is going to set you off. I was kind of hoping you wouldn't be here for this story, but oh, here man. we are in this boat together, you and I. It's got to be political. Yeah, Bernie Sanders supporter protesting right-wing rally with American flag beaten up by Antifa video shows. Wait, wait, wait. Wait? You said Bernie Sanders supporter. supporter protesting a right-wing rally. Protesting the right. With an American flag is beaten up by Antifa in Be- a video. Because he had an American flag. Yes. Because he had an American flag. Uh, registered Democrat Bernie Sanders supporter protesting a right-wing wa- uh, rally in Oregon earlier this month says he was viciously beaten by militant members of his own movement because he possessed a, quote, fascist symbol. That the American flag they're talking about. Paul Welch told the Oregonian, Oregonian, Oregon, Oregon Live, he took the flag with him when he went to Portland August 4th to oppose a right-wing, right-wing rally being held at Tom McCall Waterfront Park. Uh, through, though the American flag is more commonly associated with the conservative movement, odd if you ask me, uh, Welch, an uh, Oregon man who voted for Sanders during the 2016 uh, presidential primary, uh, said he wanted to take it back. He wanted to take back the flag for the Democrats. I understand. I totally do. It should be all of ours. Quote, the right, and certainly a lot of smaller groups like Patriot Prayer, might rush to, th- uh, to things like the flag and try to take it up as this is our symbol exclusively. Part of my thinking was to take it back, he, t- he, sa- he told the Oregonian. So uh, we're going to do a little history lesson. Okay. Um, the symbolism of the American flag, uh-huh. because it is accused of being Fascist. a tool of the right or Fascist the left. symbol is what they call uh, it. It belongs to neither, because the symbol of the American flag, the symbolism of the American flag, is very specific to the history and the founding of our nation. So um, the, the, the red um, is supposed to symbol... Symbolize the blood. Uh, ...hardiness and valor. And the blood spilled by those. That's what the right wants you to think. Well, that's what the right wants you to think, but that's not true. Yeah. It's not historically accurate. The hardiness. red is supposed to symbolize hardiness and valor, which not much of the country on either side exhibits today. The Americans... 
But white, I'm sorry, is supposed to signify purity and innocence. That certainly doesn't represent a bulk of our country today either. So let's get rid of red and white. Um, so blue, blue, the color of the chief, the broad band above the stripes, signifies vigilance, perseverance, and justice. Well, hey, we got a shit ton of social justice warriors out there just begging for their day on both sides. So maybe blue is that color. Maybe the entire flag should be blue. And 50 states. 50 states. That's where the stars come from, idiots. 50 states, 50 stars. That's the whole point. And yeah, hey, we might end up adding another state with what, Puerto Rico or something like that? I was talks about that a while back. Yeah. We'll, we'll adjust. 51. Somebody did the math. You could work it out if you stagger 8, then 7, then 8, then 7. Somebody did the math and figured it out. At any, any rate. Anyway, I think you're kind of focusing on the wrong stuff here. No. I'm not focusing on the wrong stuff. The people that are calling this historical symbolism... Symbol fascist. Symbol of fascists. They're the ones focusing on the wrong stuff. I, I understand that. I'm focused on what the flag actually but means. I, I think you're missing the point of... Let me, let me finish the story. I apologize. You were right about it right. firing me up. Uh, he said two people dressed in black and covering their faces approached him and demanded him that they give him give them the fascist symbol he was carrying, quote-unquote. Uh, when he refused, the Antifa, Antifa duo tried to rip the flag from his hands. Another mass... You can go find this video. Go look for it. Another mass counter-protester then approached Welch and began striking him from behind with an unidentified weapon uh, concealed in black fabric. Welch, 38, was struck in the back of the head and he collapsed to the ground. My bones turned to jello and I just went down, he recalled. I remember thinking that there was a good chance I could be beaten to death. And he was like on the ground covering his head, just stunned, as they'd say in role-playing games. A uh, video of the incident has been viewed thousands of times. Shows the person with the weapon walking, walking away. But another counter-protester holding shield moves in and stands above him and jabs him with a makeshift weapon. That's about all I want to read of the story. See, the, the point of this is anti-fascists. I get it. I'm anti-fascist too. But don't use fascism to fight to fascism? enforce anti-fascism. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good point. Because that's what fascism is: is using power to enforce an ideal or an idea. Right. And also, let's stop tainting things, man. It, it, it's 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 sad to me. It's sad to me. Do you know that you know that the swash the swastika? <clears throat> it's actually a modified ancient, like Egyptian, yeah. no, or something no. like uh, Chinese, I believe. Chinese symbol, right? Um, but like that, like culturally, they destroyed a symbol of another country's history by turning it into a symbol of, of hate. hate. Yeah, and that's sad to me. And I don't want the American flag, which is a symbol of our nation's birth. It's it symbolizes. I don't want anyone to think it's on one side of the aisle or the other. Right. It it is a representation of the history all of, of our nation and all of us, and and there's no part of it that needs to have a negative attribute to it. Yeah. The colors imply innocence, valor, and vigilance. Let's let's start exhibiting this on both sides. Yeah, be, be be more like more like the flag. Be, yeah. Yeah. I like it. So I want to move on to the next story. The only thing, only one last thing. Uh, 13 stripes, 13 colonies, original 13 colonies. It's the one aspect, yeah, the one, it's the one aspect of it I didn't specifically talk about. <laughs> uh. Okay, next story. Beer Mile runner finishes in record time and gets disqualified for not drinking enough beer. Oh, man, that's sad. That's sad. I don't think so. Last Saturday, Corey uh, Bellamore of Windsor, Canada, set a new world record for the fastest time to finish the Beer Mild World Classic, but he barely had time to savor his victory. Officials reversed the decision and offered him up a foamy glass of bitter defeat. Well done, Ryder. Well done. According to race officials, Bellamore, who remains the fastest contestant ever to finish a Beer Mild World Classic with his record-setting time of 4 minutes and 33 seconds in 2017. Yeah, that's pretty good. He didn't manage to drink enough beer while racing around the track, Runner's World first reported. The race tasks each contestant with drinking a total of four 12-ounce beers before hitting the finish line, one in every quarter mile. But Bellamore reportedly left more than four ounces total in bottles along the route, effectively disqualifying his run, which clocked it at 424. According to BeerMile.com, Bellamore left about 4.5 ounces or a half ounce more than was permissible 
4.5 ounces. The second place finisher, British runner Dale Clutterbuck. That's an awesome name, dude. He was awarded the win in Bellamorstead with a time of four minutes forty-seven seconds. Now, I want to, I want to, I want to point out he drank ninety-one uh, percent of the beer he was supposed to drink. And it wasn't enough. And ninety-one percent of the beer he was supposed to drink was not enough. In college, that's an A. He got an A and still failed. I'm sorry, man. Those are the rules. The point is not. The point of a beer mile is not the the breaking a world record at the mile. It's about breaking the world record at a mile while drinking four beers during it. This is not, the, this not, is the not, beer mile. Not four beers. This isn't the fucking Olympics. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, you know, I know how to play softball. I mean, this is what you do. You know, you get to first base, you open a beer. See what happens. But I mean, that's the point of this. It's like it's you're not trying to set world records in the mile not, here. Not man. four, not three and two thirds of a beer. But seriously, not, they, not three and two thirds of a beer. The purpose of this is to be running a mile while putting this many ounces of foamy liquid into your body. Because it's supposed to. I'm sure it's to get people puking all over the place, just spewing foam, and just like ugh, just shaking around all this beer in you. You just gotta bring a. You just gotta bring a straw with you. That's all. You bring a straw. You turn the bottle upside down. You do the shotgun style. Just, just guzzle, chug it. Guzzle chug done. But what's interesting is apparently they go and collect your beer bottles and measure and the measure fluids. The fluids left that the, remain. The backwash that this yeah. guy four and a half ounces of backwash that he left behind. And all this happens within less than five minutes. Ugh. They had to get people running around catching, catching beer bottles. It's like done with that one, done with that one. It's like, man, there's only four, there's four point five ounces in all, all four of these bottles. Somebody fixed it. Somebody had a little water, water bottle in their pocket, poured a little bit, of, <laughs> sabotaged him. Somebody bitter from last year's record. Anyway, I think that's hilarious. That is hilarious. <laughs> all right, let's go to the falling stars challenge. It's a morbid new Instagram trend. Um, hashtag, uh, hashtag falling stars twenty eighteen has begun. Uh, has began gaining traction in recent days, uh, predominantly sweeping Instagrams of the Russia super rich, Russian super rich. Uh, the in- images Instagram users dramatically lie on the ground as if they fall into their death in a glamorous setting, such as besides luxury jets, yachts, sports cars, private tennis courts, exotic destinations, and the like. Though the origins of the so-called trend remain unclear at this time, the Falling Stars Challenge is gaining serious traction online, upwards of 240,000 likes pouring in on some posts. According to the outlet, even a former Miss Ukraine and American model Arizona Muse have gotten into the act. And so if you look for these pictures, it's about these like rich people laying dead next to their jet or the, next to their sport, their Lamborghini or something. And I know exactly why this is popular. Everybody wants to see that happen. Yeah. If you're a rich douche in your private jet, they want to see you dead next to it. And I don't think the people who are taking these pictures and getting all these likes understand that that's exactly why people like this stuff. It's like they want you to be dead because you have more than them. Damn, that's dark. Humanity is dark. But then again, here's the evidence. Yeah. Here is the evidence. This is what people like. This is what people want to see. People are going to do more of it. Sorry. Humanity is dark. Sorry, that's who he is. Okay, I got three more stories. Uh, two more stories before the we get to the goats. Uh, a, can- a Canadian bride's hair dyed blue after pen explodes days before the wedding. You ready for this? <laughs> I know what you got the look in your eyes. It's like, why was there a pen near her hair? Yeah. Okay. Was she drawing? Nope. What she did he put it she put it up in a messy bun and stab it? Yeah, through? she definitely Did I nail it? Daphne Martin had twisted <laughs> her platinum hair up at work and secured it with an ink pen. Unfortunately, the pen turned out to be the uh not be the best accessory when it somehow exploded, leaving a large ink stain at the back of her neck and her hair. She had like platinum hair. It was a blue ink stain right before her wedding. Coworker approached me and told me what had happened. I was in complete shock, Martin toward told Allure. The bride-to-be's colorist, Kelly O'Leary Woodford, shared a photo of the mishap on social media Wednesday. 
Quote, one week before my client's wedding, her pen that was in her ponytail burst. What number <laughs> is this on the worst ever scale? She wrote. Nine? Martin, who's gone to cosmetology school, rushed home and took matters into her own hands. Let's just say there was a series of ponytails in kitchen sink hair washing. Uh, she enlisted the help of her fiancé to get the dark stain out of her hair. I washed the area, blew it out, then applied bleach. Surprisingly enough, five minutes of bleach got that extreme out of my extremely light hair. My hair was back to normal that day, even an hour later, thank goodness. Craziest thing she'd ever seen. O'Kelly has never let me... Kelly will has never let me live it down, Martin told Allure. I learned my lesson. lesson no more pens as hair accessories. Ah, ah, ah. That's funny. Uh, yeah. Uh, here's for this next article. I'm going to read my comment and as a preamble to it. Ew. It takes a village? What? Question mark? Yeah. It takes a village question mark? Yeah. Ew. Ew. It takes a village question mark? It takes a village? Okay. All right. Police officer prays for breastfeeding malnourished baby while on duty at a hospital. Police officer in Argentina is being praised on social media after photos of her breastfeeding and malnourished baby went viral. Officer Celeste Jacqueline Ayala was uh, working guard duty at Sor Mar- Maria Ludovica Children's Hospital in Buenos Aires. Uh, when a neglected baby was brought in. Ayala immediately asked to hold the baby, who hospital, hospital staff said was smelly and dirty, and began and she began to nurse him, the mirror reported. Witness Marcos Heredia took a photo of the Compassionate Act and poked, posted it on Facebook. Ew. We're amassed over 154,000 likes. Ew. Quote, I want to make public this great gesture of love. That you had today with your little little baby. Read Herodias Post. Loosely translated from Spanish. Uh, Who, without knowing you, didn't hesitate for a moment. And you fulfilled how if you were her mother. That's the loosely translated part. You don't care about the filth and smell. Things like that don't happen every day. Ayala said she did not think twice about helping the baby in need. Quote, I noticed that he was hungry. He just kept putting his hand in his mouth. And so I asked to hug and hug him and breastfeed him. In that order, she said to Kronika. It was a sad moment. Broke my soul seeing him like this. Society should be sensitive to the issues affecting children. I cannot keep, let it keep happening. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. It's a lot of uh, praise on social media for it, but ew. I'm, I'm glad I'm a man because... Uh, uh, the mother, the mother is not around. I guess right. The mother, the malnourished yeah, it baby. Was, the mother is. It was a baby brought in, so assuming its mother wasn't there, so I guess it's good that it happened this way. But still, ew, I don't want to see it. It takes yeah, a village. Yeah, that's a good good comment. It ew, takes a village. Question mark. It takes a village. Question mark. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> ew. That's very creepy. I don't. Uh, it's, I guess it's just that I'm a man, and I don't I have would that. Feel, I mean, yeah, I guess a starving child, you know, I guess you'd feel yeah, compelled. Yeah, a starving child, absolutely. You'd feel compelled. I guess it's just strange. But yeah, but I'm a man. I'm like the just the thought of a I don't st- have that capability, yeah. so it would never occur to me. Yeah. So I'm just like you. Weird feeling. Weird feeling. But I mean, this is the thing is, is that you, you shouldn't have to require that of cops. Like, for example, it's like you're a mother and you're a cop and you're currently nursing. Well, we have this malnourished baby. We need you to feed. Is that on my job description? Hell yeah, it is. (laughs) Hell yeah, it is. (laughs) Because let's be honest, there are people who have like fetishes on that shit. Yeah, and that's creepy in itself. Yeah. And I just, I I don't get it. Please silence your cell phone. I thought I did. My no, my blood sugar is low. That's why I'm yelling at you. Sorry. I got to eat something. I won't be angry. That's the problem when you got two phones, man. Silence one for oh, silence the other. Of course. Damn it. All right. We've got about six minutes left. We have to end early. We have to end early, but that's all right. But it's finally time for the goats. Let's talk about them. First of all, you know the goats are evil. You can goat if you want to. 
You can go to my YouTube channel and see there's a search for the Madman lowercase. Um, and I have a video called my Madman's Fear of Animals where it talks all about why goats are evil and horses are evil and other evil animals. Anyway, goats were caught roaming New York City subway tracks. New York City, y'all. Just another bad commute for a duo of New York uh, City transit riders. I like it. That's how it was written. Very punny. Subway officials were surprised Monday when they caught a pair of goats wandering the tracks in Brooklyn. The four-legged animals were walking on the tracks on for the end line uh, for about two hours before New York City police were able to safely remove them. You get the shittiest cops to go do, deal with that, right? No doubt. <laughs> Poor guys. <laughs> the goats, this is a quote, the goats have been removed from the tracks by the NYPD and service is resuming. We thank you for the patience. You spelt E-W-E. Nice. I love the wordplay though, man. That's that's like, you're speaking right to my heart. Yeah. I don't care how cheesy it is. When you get crazy with the wordplay, I'm a fan. That's, that's what the Metro Transit Authority they, tweeted. They won my heart. Uh, they tweeted earlier, the Metro Transit Authority tweeted earlier that the goats were not impacting train service. Yeah, train train versus goat train went. Uh, but they were loose and on the run, obviously. Ironically, the end train was already running with delays due to unrelated switch problem earlier in the morning. Officials moved southbound trains to the D-line as New York City uh, police officers worked to get the goats off the tracks. It wasn't immediately clear where the goats were or were from or how they got on the tracks. That's what I want to know. That is what I want to know. Animals have previously snarled at New Yorkers commutes, commuters. A cat caused at least a half hour delay last August with a feline ran through a train tunnel in Brooklyn. The New York Post reported. Officials stopped trains to safely remove the cat. I guess it just takes one person. It's like, oh, that poor cat. Yeah. Poor, poor cat. But there's going to be hundreds of people on that train that are like, fuck that cat. I need to get to work. <laughs> <laughs> I got places to be, damn it. Oh, that's what I love about those like uh, best of the internet physical confrontation or verbal confrontations. It's like you see a lot of people arguing on buses and, and subways. People forever arguing everywhere. Yeah. Just find a reason to hate somebody next to you and just, hey, hey I don't like that you're different, so... I'm about. I want to scream in your face and cause a scene. Yeah, uh, need to get all this job stress off my back. Because I mean, really, that's what it is. You know, when somebody's like yelling at you on the subway or yelling at you on the road on the commute home, it's some other asshole who had a horrible day, and that is, you know, that's that's the fire that's and they just have to that's burning. He takes that fire and it cha- focuses it at you. It's just all because of this asshole who cut me off. I didn't know it was you, man. <laughs> if I knew it was you, I wouldn't have done it. <laughs> Dude, what? <laughs> I also like the idea of like playing like you don't speak English. Uh, it's always fun. Yeah. Oh. No sé. No sé, lo siento. You know, and then you switch to broken English. and like, Arriba, arriba. Andale, andale. <laughs> and the, the, you completely remove all credibility when you do crap like that, though. <laughs> They didn't know that you're messing with them. I know. Oh, that's the point. That's the point. <laughs> I also like doing like an accent. Hey, mate, what you doing? Cut me off on the road. What you doing? I don't know much about the laws around here, but I know you can't do that, mate. He's like, what, you from England? He's like, no, dude, I'm from Virginia, Red State, or proud. I like it. So, uh, People don't know what to do after that, so they just take off. This guy's crazy. Bad man. Want to hear the best bad joke of the day? Okay, if you got one. So, Astronaut 1 says, Hi, mate. I can't find any milk for my coffee. That's what Astronaut 1 says. Hi, mate. I can't find any milk for my coffee. Astronaut 2 says, In space, no one can. Here, use cream. You get it? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. You're smart. You got it. It's not funny. I think it's hilarious. It's space. No one can hear you scream. That's hilarious. But it's buried in the grammar. You could hear yourself scream. That's a good point. You know, I didn't think about that. You're, you got a good point. If you go out in space, and even if you have no spacesuit on and you scream, you will hear it. But just that one. I don't know. Just that one scream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
it'd be real quick as <laughs> real, your real quick <laughs> as your lungs fly out of your mouth. I guess technically that's screaming. If your insides throw out of your mouth, that's screaming. Yeah. I count it. Count it yeah, as screaming. We're gonna count it. Okay. Let's wrap up. Yeah, let's wrap up on that horrific note. <laughs> Okay, so this has been Shock Monkey Radio. I'm the Madman, and I love you. Check us out on social media. We're on Facebook, Shock Monkey Radio Redux. Uh, look for me on YouTube, Madman Lowercase, the Madman Lowercase. Search for that. And stay tuned. we got more shows coming up today, tomorrow, and all week long, except the weekend. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>